So what do we want to talk about this week? Well, it was a lot of Trump, obviously. It was a good bit of Twitter, and believe it or not, basketball and draft basketball. We'll have that in the top ten and the ones that didn't quite make it as we do the weekly Rabble podcast for thisisaconversation.com. And, of course, this is for our week ending on May 19th, 2017. Welcome to the weekly wrap-up podcast for ThisIsTheConversation.com, where we go over the past seven, eight days or so from Friday to Friday to talk about all the great conversations we had with you on social media and the website, ThisIsTheConversation.com. My name is Jake Levin-Bain, the moderator and just an all-around fan of conversations and news junkie. Glad to have a chance to talk to you in this podcast form and, of course, throughout the social media interactions for the conversation we had all week long. I, I have the big list in front of me, and we'll go over the top 10 from 10 to 1, and then the ones that didn't quite make it that we think are still interesting, and they may actually supplement the ones that are in the 10s, because we did a lot of talk about Trump, so Trump goes all over the place. But in the top 10, uh, starting off with a software glitch that takes some Starbucks stores payment offline for a while. Now, this is one that we got were a little surprised, got so much love, so much attention to, maybe because so many people at the time were thinking about Starbucks. But a software glitch happened in the POS system, that's the point of service system, point of sale system for the Starbucks, their cash register, if you will. And because everything is linked to a cloud-based service so that people can use their apps and use their cards and things like that, there were issues getting anything done. And so basically for about eight hours, most of the Starbucks in the world were dealing with cash only. And that may have been an issue to you, maybe not. Maybe you had the cash to go back and forth. But there was no payment through your app. There was no payment off your card from your account. All that stuff was dead for about an eight-hour period uh, last week. They got it fixed. They'll probably work through it. We'll have more about what happens when a glitch happens in your system in some of the stories that didn't quite make the list in a bit. Now, number nine was um, James Comey, who wrote a memo about Trump that asked him to end the Flynn investigation. Yes, James Comey, the former FBI director who was fired by Trump, had a bunch of issues with Trump, apparently, So, and really had issues with the meetings he was having. So he outlined them in various memos that are in files at the FBI. And as far as we know, all those memos are intact, and at some point in time, They'll be subpoenaed and they'll be asked for by the investigations. More on that in a bit. Uh, but apparently one of the memos talked about a meeting, just a regular meeting in the White House, in the Oval Office, between Comey and Trump with Mike Pence, the vice president, and the Attorney General Jeff Sessions also in attendance, just talking general stuff. The vice president and the AG were asked to leave the room. And that is when the, um, Trump sort of said, hey, can you let this thing go? Flynn's a good guy, blah, 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 blah. And I don't believe that was the beginning of the document process, but that's when we learned of a process where James Comey was documenting the conversations that were going on between him and Trump. And as we'll probably find out in the investigations, probably for a fairly good reason. Our number eight story for the week is Biz Stone, who, oddly enough, is back in the news because he's back at Twitter. Does that mean anything to you? Maybe, maybe not. But Biz Stone, back in the early days of Twitter, Twitter's early life from its um, turning into the chat app, um, was essentially the public face of the, of the company. 
He was the one tweeting about and going on, doing the rounds, doing the things, and he was the man that talked about it. Uh, Jack Dorsey, another original Twitter guy who came back to Twitter to take it over, also still doing his side things, uh, brought Biz back after he sold, Biz sold his his uh, co-op, Jelly, which isn't really worth talking about, to Pinterest. So somebody else bought his old thing, so he came back home. He's going to work on corporate culture. He's going to work on getting Twitter to feel like Twitter again, which hopefully means if you're feeling good inside the company, the product coming out will have great deals. We'll see how that works out. Now, on early last week, we had to deal with the massive, fast-moving cyber attack hitting uh, the, when we posted originally 74 countries. This is our number seven story of the week. Uh, it turned out to be over 125 countries dealt with because it came out on a Friday. The weekend had a chance to kind of wait and incubate, although they did have a chance to fix it. And then on the weekend, a lot of people had to deal with, or on Monday morning, people that had had their computers off all weekend all of a sudden found they had this ransomware. The ransomware called uh, WannaCry essentially snuck into your computer, shut everything down, and sent a message asking for about 300 Bitcoin to release your documents. The problem is, if you paid your ransom, you probably wouldn't get your documents anyway. And the really interesting thing on this is, uh, one hacker found a piece of the code, went through the whole thing, and figured out how to make it work. The trigger on this WannaCry ransomware was so simple it was ingenious there was a fake domain name out there just a dummy name just a bunch of characters typed out there that was in the code for the malware what the malware did was if it got on your computer it attached itself to your documents file essentially your folder with all the things that you care dearly about it would attach itself to that file and then it will go searching the internet to see if that domain name uh, was registered if it, if it went that domain name and it bounced then it would uh, shut down your your document, shut down your computer. Uh, if you're not online at the time, then it can't connect to the Internet, so it, it's, it's just dormant until it connects to the Internet. Some hacker found it, registered a domain, domain name for 12 bucks or whatever it was, and then bam, that essentially killed the virus for, from spreading further or at least connecting anybody further unless they were on the, the original ding. So that was a case of hero hackers. We'll do more hero hacking and well, I guess, uh, for the weekend. Another one that surprised us, number six uh, conversation, is Trump and immigration, specifically immigration arrests. Real quick on this one. Arrests for immigration cases are up 38% under the Trump administration. Now, Trump is saying he's going to be hard on immigration, tough on uh, illegals and things like that, focusing mostly on Mexicans and Hispanic Americans, people coming from the southern border in, even though the bulk of the immigration issues come from people flying over from Asian countries and just overstaying their visas and just people overstaying their visas in general. But this is what he's focused on. The people that he tends to be arresting for immigration issues tend to be Hispanic people from the South coming through the border in the South. We still aren't talking about the wall quite yet. No no talk about the wall this, this week, but I'm sure it'll be back in the news fairly quickly. A pedestrian accident in Times Square led one young lady dead and about 22 pedestrians injured when a man who was had various incidents with drunk driving arrests uh, slammed into a, a basically a, a intersection, uh, a, a, cr- a crosswalk, if you will, uh, just lost control of the car uh, and was able to slam into a, a group of people, hurting them and killing one in the process. They're still dealing with some of the issues for that big 
that big loss. Uh, but um, it's only lucky that it's down to so few a loss, lost life, lo- lives lost, and so few people injured. Even one is tragic, but the fact that it only w- went down to about uh, 20 people hurt is based on the way they build the barricades and build things around Times Square to make it safe for people to walk in and out. It's a very busy uh, intersection for pedestrians, and of course, right in the heart of New York City. So there's plenty of cars coming through. So this is why there's not. This is why there's not. This these type of incidents on a regular basis because they build these protections around the streets. Uh, so it's lucky that it kept us down to one, but one person recklessly driving and known for being a reckless driver was able to do all this destruction. Now, we talked about Donald Trump and his meeting with the Russians, and we talked about the fact that the meeting of the Russians led to him handing over some sensitive information uh, that wasn't even ours, so it wasn't ours to hand off. The number four story this week is the source of the information, and I have a right to be mad about it, the Israelis. Israeli intelligence found the information about the, um, had someone basically infiltrate ISIS ISIS in Syria, uh, find out what they're doing about the travel plans, find ways to uh, look into where they're looking to attack airports and air security, and they pass it on, being Israelis, to the Americans so that we'd be safe. We being Donald Trump, passes to the Russians to help them get in on the process of trying to be bigger on the ISIS thing. The problem is the Israelis have an issue with a country called Iran, and the Russians have a, a nice little working arrangement with the country called Iran, and the country called Iran wants to wipe Israel off the face of the planet. Oh, by the way, Russia is working with the Syrians as well. So between the three countries and their intelligence, with what they gathered from this little thing here, chances are they've already figured out who the mole is in Israeli intelligence in the ISIS and have tried to find ways to target him or let ISIS know that he's been found because we don't trust the Russians or most of us don't trust the Russians. The the president apparently trusts the Russians pretty well. That's there's that. Now, number three, back to Trump. We didn't even actually leave Trump, but Robert Mueller, the former director of the FBI, has been named the special prosecutor in the probe about Trump and Russia and the FBI. Robert Mueller's been giving a lot of latitude in the last 24, 48 hours to run an investigation over all things Trump. And he has the right to do all things Trump. He can he can, he can subpoena his tax returns to see if any money came from foreign interests. He can subpoena Trump to speak to see what he'll have to say about himself under oath. He can do pretty much anything he wants to and go into any rabbit hole he feels like if it needs to go there. Whether he'll go there, we'll see. He's also known for not being a leaker, so Robert Mueller's investigation will probably have things on the clamp-down silent side uh, for quite some time until we get close to the end of the investigation. We'll just have to see. That's number three. Number two, we go to Chelsea Manning, who was formerly um, Bradley Manning, the former private, actually still private, uh, who uh, left the Army when he went to jail because he gave thousands and thousands of documents to WikiLeaks, which were put out on the web. Now a transitioning to a female and identifying as Chelsea Manning. The private Chelsea Manning is still technically in the Army and still waiting for her court-martial date to be taken care of. But in the meantime... Chelsea Manning is a free person just waiting for that one little thing to take care of. She has all the rights that she has 
except for any pay uh, to uh, as as a private in the army because those rights didn't go away until actual court martial dealings, which never went through. Of course, she only served seven years of thirty five year sentence, commuted by President Obama on the way out the door for his inauguration or the inauguration of Trump, I should say. And the number one story, which is a shocker to everyone here, uh, is basketball and the Boston Celtics. Oddly enough, the number one story that we conver- had a conversations on was the Boston Celtics winning the 2017 NBA Draft Lottery. And we went down a list that day of the people potentially to be drafted in the listing. Um, the Boston Celtics won, even though they are still playing for a chance to win the actual championships this year. Uh, they're down one to nothing or nothing to one uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers in the East. But they had a bunch of picks from a deal with the Nets that basically got rid of two of the remaining last of the big three C's. That would be Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce tossing them off to the Nets so that the Nets could probably get a big you know, last-minute splash. That only lasted two years of that team being built that way, and it got a lot of picks and percentages, whatever. So the Boston Celtics had a 24% chance of getting the first pick, and they got it. Number two will be the Lakers. And number three will be the 76ers, who are still tanking to get bad teams. On the side note on that, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, actually admitted that the Dallas Mavericks were tanking this year. He's very rare at actually admitting that that's what they did. Mavericks had little chance of going anywhere outside of the the playoffs, or inside the playoffs, I should say. Then no chance of making it, and if they did, they were going to get blown out pretty easily. So... They pretty much tanked to get better position. They weren't quite bad enough to be bad enough. They weren't Lakers bad or 76ers bad, but um, at least they admit to the truth. So that's your top 10 for conversations for the week. Your other thans, things that didn't quite make the top 10, include uh, this really big one. It barely missed the uh, number. That's New Orleans taking out its third of four Confederate monuments in the city. There's four, one more left to go. Taking, that'll be taken care of within about two weeks or so. The Atlantic published a story you need to look for called My Family Slave. It's a tale of literally modern-day slavery, a story of a man who didn't realize until he was uh, almost a teenager that his housekeeper was actually a slave who had no property, no rights, no life, uh, was basically given to the family as a slave to do nothing but take care of the family. It's a very touching, very sad story. Also, we know about the official return of Roseanne to ABC. They're going to re-pick up their show, and where they'll pick it up from, I'm not quite sure. But the entire regular cast is back, including Dan, who was dead and then wasn't dead and was dead, and two Beckys. The original Becky will be playing Becky. The replacement Becky, Sarah Chalk, will play a, another character, a, a series regular, but not Becky. So both Beckys find a way into the new Roseanne. Uh, the Romper for Men, called The Romp Him, has been all the rage in the Internet. And how this one didn't make the top, I'm not quite sure. It might just been the placements of when we got into the conversation. But a lot of people are going very, very, very nuts over the men's romper, which just got through a successful Kickstarter. So some people are going to get their rompers fairly soon. Whether it becomes a trend that stick around, that sticks around, that sticks around, we shall see. Some football stories, two of them involving Tom Brady. Tom Brady, number one, on the good side, he's going to be on the cover of Madden 18. And so that means he gets to be on the, I guess they're calling it the GOAT edition, the greatest of all time edition. So he'll be the special character, some special, um, there'll be some special things around Tom Brady in the game. Will there be a curse? I don't think any kind of curse can keep him down 
except maybe his wife, who said some things she probably shouldn't have. Giselle Bunsen also uh, said this weekend that Tom Brady played with a couple concussions last season, even though Tom Brady and the New England Patriots say Tom Brady has never suffered a concussion. So who do you believe? Because the NFL has every single reason to try to keep the concussion thing down, and Giselle Bunsen has every single right to try to keep her husband safe. Who you believe? And real quickly, Antonio Cromartie is going to have another child. That's going to be child number 14. His wife says she's pregnant with that child, even though he had a vasectomy and he has 13 other kids. Whatever, whatever. Sal Guard and audio slave rocker Chris Cornell died this week at the age of 52. We found out later in the day. This happened just yesterday, uh, Wednesday night. He had a concert in Detroit, the Wednesday, uh, Wednesday late early Thursday he died we found out late in the afternoon yesterday that um, he died of a suicide uh, and a lot of people are putting up clips of and accounts of the, that concert in Detroit the night before saying that the whole thing was kind of off but since no one suspected what would happen they just uh, they just assumed it was a late show in the long tour and just a little bit of fatigue and of course you know what happened in that one Five Guys is beaten out in and out Burger for America's most popular burger chain. It's done by a not-so-much-independent, but a, some survey out there that checks these things out. So if you're a Five Guys guy, then your your burger is a top burger now. Of course, they do have a bit of, of advantage because Five Guys is now starting some nationwide spread, nationwide um, franchising, and in and out is essentially a, a, East Co- a West Coast thing. Also on the um, the memorial end, Former Fox News head Roger Ailes died at the age of 77. This happened late Wednesday as well. A lot of tributes to him for the good, and a lot of people just happy to see him go. Of course, he's no longer with Fox News because of many, of many, of many sexual harassment suits that he helped kind of ha- kind of manage for some of the people working there and some directed directly at him. The big one that cost the company millions of dollars by Gretchen Carlson, essentially saying that she, uh, she rebuffed his advances and that basically pushed her off the main show, the Fox, you know, Fox and Friends in the morning, and then off her regular show at all, uh, was essentially the straw that broke the camel's back for Roger Ailes being at Fox News. Also, actor Powers Booth died earlier in the week at the age of 68 years old. You remember him uh, from doing all sorts of weird character actor things, but uh, he got an Emmy for playing Jim Jones way back in the day, if you remember that, if you're old enough to remember that that one. And, of course, some big roles in a lot of animated films where his voice, a very distinctive voice, made a lot of moves in those world. Emmanuel Macron was sworn in as French president last weekend, so now we have that to deal with. And Avril Lavigne had some fans with a theory that popped up that went bonkers last week. Supposedly, Miss Levine, the singer who sung I'm With You and Complicated and whatnot, died. Died quite a while ago and was replaced by a clone, i.e. a lookalike named Melissa. Um, How that got to be a thing, who knows, but that was one of the biggest things for the full weekend. And oh, by the way, Forbes estimates that Jay-Z and Beyonce are worth $1.16 billion dollars just in case you need something else to be a bit jealous about for that beautiful couple. They also are worth more money than almost God. So those are the conversations that we had, and of course the top 10 that we had for the past week that went from May the 12th to May the 19th this morning. 
Of course, you're here this on a Saturday morning, so thank you so much for joining us for all the great conversations. You can hear the wrap-ups for the conversations for this weekend on Monday in the daily wrap-up. Yes, it's three days worth of days, but that's just how it works out there. And, of course, get the full seven, seven and a half days of conversations next Saturday for the weekly recap wrap-up in that podcast as well. Make sure you join us at the conversation for conversations. This is conversation.com is our main website. Also on Twitter, TH underscore conversation and Facebook. Find us at This Is The Conversation. Stop by thisistheconversation.com slash sponsors and visit our sponsors. They help us keep this thing on the air, the internet air, you can say. And we're very proud to have them along, including this week's main sponsor, Spotlighted Sponsor, Cloud9 Living. For all you people who have your bucket list that wants to knock a couple things off, if you want to ride a hot air balloon, you want to visit an exotic castle, you want to drive fast race cars, they'll let you do it. They'll be more than happy to let you do it, and we'll help you do that by giving you a discount on the deal. Click on the link at our website, and you can go to a place where you can buy your gift certificates, and you can buy them at a 10% discount so that when you go do that trip or you hand that card to someone else so that they can do that trip and do crazy things without you because you think they're crazy, you can get a discount and feel good about yourself. Go to thisistheconversation.com slash sponsors. Click on Cloud9 Living. Thank you so much for being a part of all the conversations. To see what else I have going on my other projects, stop by jclevenpain.net. And, of course, stop by our social media sites, our website, and tune in for next week. Make sure you are, you are subscribed to this podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spreaker. We should be on iTunes any moment now. Uh, or just stop by the website and pick up the feed and put us in whatever feed catcher that you, you love because that's one way as well. We'd love to have you talk about what's going on, so make sure you send us some feedback. You get through the website as well. And join us next week for another eight days of conversations from thisisconversation.com. 